down in the booth, man. This is your motherfucking boy, your boy, your boy, King Nona and Sister, and I am back with yet another show. Back-to-back days, back-to-back content. Yeah, we going back-to-back on them, like Drizzy Drake in his prime. But I got some shit for y'all, man. These are my 10 most anticipated artists to drop an album in 2023. But before we get to that, and then I have an honorable mention as well that didn't make the cut, but I felt like should make the cut. I have an honorable mention, but before we get to that, Benny the Butcher just announced a new album is on the way on August 11th called Everybody Can't Go. And it is produced by Hit Boy and The Alchemist. Hit Boy and Alchemist are the two pound for pound best producers in the game. Because, you know, I feel like Alchemist doesn't get his due as a producer. He's an all time great. He's been producing great records since the 90s. He's a West Coast producer that does East Coast beats. That's very different. And he rarely uses G-Funk. That's an accomplishment within itself, not to mention the hit records that he's produced for a lot of these great MCs. And he continued his career and run with Griselda, producing records for them. So everybody can't go. I'm very excited about that. But more on that later. Spoiler alert. Spoiler of fucking alert. Well, actually, you know what? It's not a spoiler. I don't even have Benny on this list. I'd love to hear some new Benny. But there are some people that's been gone for a while. And there's been some projects that has been talked about. But, you know, Benny the Butcher is, is consistent and productive. 
So, I mean, yes, I anticipate it, but it's not top 10 anticipation for me. It's top 20 anticipation for me. But I love to hear this album, though. And it could be on the same level as Burden of Proof. But yes, Biddy did not make my 10 most anticipated artists to drop because of this is more of a personal thing for me, even though I love Benny. But I'm definitely anticipating that project. That would probably definitely be my number 12 choice for show. Next up, Victor Oladipo says that he will not retire and intends on continuing his NBA career after telling tearing his patella tendon that he suffered in game three of the NBA uh, playoffs. Man, Victor Oladipo is a strong-minded individual. And you got to give him his kudos for manning up. Unfortunately, man, everybody's body ain't going to make it. <laughs> Just like the words of Benny the Butcher, everybody can't go. And it's unfortunate because Victor Oladipo was a, was a dope basketball player, especially like in his prime during the Indiana Pacer days. I was just hoping that he could get back to maybe 50% of what he used to be. But unfortunately, you know, God has other plans. But hopefully he can persevere and get back to it. Man. Jamie Foxx. I, I never talked about the Jamie Foxx situation. Because I didn't know all the facts on the Jamie Foxx thing. I wanted to wait and see, like, what the results were going to be. Because Jamie Foxx has been suffering from a medical complication. You know, some are saying that he had a brain aneurysm. Some said he had a stroke. A lot of, but the, but the reports are saying that it's an unnamed medical complication, but they're not specifying what it's related to. You know, the rumors are saying aneurysm or stroke or both, but they don't really know because it hasn't been put out there yet. But the good news is that Nick Cannon has come out and said that Jamie Foxx is awake and alert. He's awake, he's alert, he's communicating, and he's even joking around like old Jamie Foxx. And that's a great sign, man, because my prayers and thoughts, I was a little bit worried about Jamie. Because it was looking pretty bad. It was kind of similar to the Dr. Dre situation with the, with his brain aneurysm. So my prayers, love, thoughts to Jamie Foxx, his fans, his family, his friends, his colleagues, all that shit, Joe. But let's move on. Let's get to the meat and potatoes of this shit, man. So I have one honorable mention. One. 
He's lesser known than everybody else on the list. He would be my number 11 most anticipated artist to drop. Um, This is a cat from the TDE camp. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yes, I told y'all niggas. I tell you guys daily that I am a TDE and Griselda affiliate. Y'all know this. I'm just not officially signed. But I'm in my head, I'm signed to Top Dog Entertainment and Griselda. <laughs> like if the, they, they got a podcast fucking uh branch at their record label, I'm the nigga. All seriousness though, this kid, when he raps, it sound like that motherfucker ain't had a meal. Spoiler alert, that's not the only TDE artist on my uh, list either. But this kid here. My honorable mention is Ray Vaughn. Ray Vaughn is a rapper from California who was signed to Top Dog Entertainment. Um, and he's just dope, dog. The nigga just raps hungry. You know what I mean? He put some soul into it. It's kind of like when I... He's similar to Reason, but he's kind of more street than Reason. Reason's, you know, more lyrical. Rayvon's lyrical street, and he can adapt to any style. So whatever project, you know, because he doesn't have, like, a title for his uh, debut album yet. Not anything that I've heard. But, you know, he released an EP, I think it was like a year ago, maybe uh, two years ago. That was crazy. It had three songs, uh, Top Shotta, Not Allowed, and um, Tap, which I played in the beginning of uh, the show. And those three tracks made me be like, I like everything this kid puts out. And if you look on the Top Dog Entertainment page... Like this dude here got some joints. Like him and Reason got some slaps on that Top Dog Entertainment page. You know, that Top Dog Entertainment page, you know, put me on the Sizzatine spirit. So it's good that uh, Anthony Top Dog Tiff is still breaking new artists. But that's my honorable mention. Now let's get to the show. This is probably one of the first shows where I get straight to the point. No bullshit. Number 10. He has been teasing this album for so many years. And I mean, I understand though, because he has successful artists of his own that he's more focused on. Understandable. But the streets miss you. And ever since that unfortunate incident at one of his festivals, he hasn't been able to get back into his creative juices and put out the content that his fans want. Number 10, Travis Scott. Now he's been teasing this Utopia album for years. Now we got some good signs of life during Metro Boomin's album, Heroes and Villains. We got some signs that maybe this can happen. Maybe these are some joints that were supposed to be on Utopia 
that didn't make the cut and maybe that Travis just handed to him or maybe Travis got told by Metro Boomin hey man I got a bunch of joints that sound like you should be on them I mean Travis is a frequent collaborator with Metro Boomin so that doesn't surprise me but yes Travis Scott I want some new Travis Scott it's been a long time I shouldn't have left you Come home. We know the festival was a traumatic moment in your life. I do understand that people need time and mental breaks. We get that. But that don't mean that we don't miss you. Number nine. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I should have put this nigga at number 10, but it's too late to apologize. Number nine. This guy has been running off of four straight projects produced by one of the game's best producers. And as he teases the fourth addition to the sequel of the aptly titled album King's Disease, number nine is Nas. I definitely am ready for King's Disease 4. I anticipate it. And I'm scratching like a nigga on crack. You know, 50 Cent said that he was going to be a part of King's Disease 4. And that's the only teaser that we've gotten so far. I mean, we have gotten master, nothing but master classics from Nas and Hitboy. King's Disease 1, 2, 3, and the aptly titled EP Magic. I cannot wait to hear some new Nas and Hitboy. It's long overdue, and I cannot fucking wait to hear King's Disease 4. Number eight. Man, I miss this guy. I don't think he's dropped an album since 2018. I hope I'm correct on this one. It's been a long time, bro. This is yet another one of those TDE guys. And we miss this dude. Like, he has got so many anthems and so much great content and a great catalog of music that stands out, that is different. Very hood, but good enough to rock a festival. Number eight, Schoolboy Q. We don't even have an album title yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, Q, where the fuck you at? God damn, we miss you. Groovy Q, we want some new schoolboy Q. Top Dog said it himself. If they turn in their album, they can put it out. Turn the album in, Q. We got soccer, dad, and we ain't get nothing else. We got a collab with you and Freddie Gibbs. We got nothing else. It's some fucking bullshit. I'm tired of listening to Crash Talk. I'm tired of listening to Blank Face. I'm tired of listening to ha Habits and Contradictions. I'm tired of listening to Setbacks. I'm tired of listening to Oxymoron. Pistols in my hand, got a cocket full of cock. 
You know, I know I said that wrong, but fuck y'all niggas. That yay yay. You know what I'm saying? Schoolboy. Drop some new shit for your boy. And for your groovy fan base, my boy. We miss you. Number seven. Yes, nigga, this is an all TDE show. Fuck y'all niggas. <laughs> but number seven. Another TDE guy that we have not seen since 2018. This man is a Grammy Award winner. I think he's a two-time Grammy Award winner, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, but he's at least a one-time Grammy Award winner. Got Future Hendrix, his first Grammy. Number seven, J-Rock. I'm tired of listening to win, 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 win. Fuck everything else. Win, 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 win. These niggas ain't shit. J-Rock can rap. J-Rock always can rap from back in the day, from the follow me home. All my life, I know. You know, days. You know what I'm saying? So, J-Rock is very street. He's raw. He's still a raw rapper. And, he, and he's underrated as a lyricist, in my opinion. J-Rock has many anthems, up-tempo cuts, very dark and street. He can get very introspective too. That's another underrated aspect about J-Rock. We don't know, we don't know nothing. Like this dude hasn't even dropped a song, hasn't even done a feature in a while. Batman J-Rock. Throw the fucking Gotham sign in the air. I need something. Anything. I understand that you probably took a break from the industry and, and, and celebrated your success. I respect that. But we miss you, G. We miss you. We want some new J-Rock in 2023. Number six. These two... Uh, announced this project a month ago, and I'm ready for it. Number six, Ray, Rayquan and Ghostface Killer and Pete Rock. Ray and Ghost are dropping an album produced entirely by Pete Rock. And I'm highly anticipated because we know Ray and Ghost's body of work. We know they, <clears throat> excuse me, we know their body of work. We seen Only Built for Cuban Links 1 and 2. We've seen Iron Man. There are many hundred thousand collaborations and their back and forths within the Wu-Tang group aesthetic. We want new shit. So why not get us some new Ray and Ghost produced by Pete Rock? Pete Rock is a perfect producer that fits their style. Number five, I've been anticipating yet another group, another three-headed monster. And oh yeah, before we get to them, I also want to do a second honorable mention. I'm sorry, y'all. But we got to drag this shit along here. To give them at least 20, 30 minutes of this shit, right? 
Where is the album with Dave East, Lloyd Banks, and Votto? Like, I want to hear that. I anticipate it because these guys are three guys who I view as underrated rappers. Lloyd Banks is underrated as far as, like, all-time greats. Dave East is underrated as far as um, guys that are known. Votto is underrated as far as his skill and content. So this is the most underrated of the underrated group that was put together. We want that. But my number five group, these three guys are legends. These three guys are top 100 rappers. And these three guys respect each other and have been collaborating amongst each other for years. Number five, Cameron Mason Jadakiss. Now they teased their single, uh, Gorilla, Lion, and Hyena. That's available to listen to right now. But I cannot wait until that album comes out. I am willing to purchase this album. Burr, Bay, Tongue. I just can't wait to hear some new Cam, Mason, Jada. Like from a bar standpoint, lyric standpoint, delivery standpoint, it's gonna be so many bars in here. This is the most anticipated group of 2023. Number four, this guy does not get his due. Especially from, you know, he's had commercial success, but he doesn't get the same respect. He doesn't get put in the same fucking places as others. And that fucking bothers me. Number four, Wale. Wale hasn't dropped since Lauren 2. We need some new Lauren in 2023. They haven't dropped since late 2021. I'm ready for some new Wale. Wale is a great lyricist. Wale is a complete rapper. Wale could do anything that J. Cole and Kendrick can do. He definitely deserves to be on that same level. But unfortunately, you know, sometimes he could be a little bit arrogant. Sometimes he's not very friendly to media, which you don't have to be. Fuck the media. Even though I'm media, but fuck them. I get where Wale's coming from. But, you know, Wale don't kiss no ass. And that's probably why he's not put in the same places as a Drake, Kendrick, or Cole. I'm not saying that Kendrick or Cole kiss ass, but you know what I mean, though. Wale ain't no industry nigga. He's just a guy that is a rapper that is a student of the game. Just like I am. But I want some new Wale content. I'm ready for it. Number three, this dude is another guy who I feel like is underrated, who's had commercial success, who has, I think all of his albums are gold or platinum. Number three, Big Sean. People sleep on Big Sean. They act like Big Sean can't rap or something. They act like Big Sean doesn't have platinum plaques. They act like Big Sean doesn't have gold plaques. They act like Big Sean hasn't held his own amongst the great rappers 
in history, including holding his own on control with Kendrick. They act like Big Sean didn't destroy paradise. They act like Big Sean didn't destroy the BT cipher. What the fuck is going on with people? They act like Big Sean don't have hit records. This is the man, the same man that gave E-40 his first number one song. And it was number one for quite a while, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just saying, stop sleeping on my man, Big Sean. Because you sleep, you die. And I'm willing to stand 10 toes behind what the fuck I said, too. Number two, this man's been teasing this album for quite a while. He's been hinting that this may be his last album. I don't know. I don't hold rappers on their word when they say this is my last album. I call bullshit on that. Number two, J. Cole. J. Cole dropped the uh, off season in 2022 or 2021. I don't remember. But fuck it. We want some new Cole in 2023. 2002 was Kendrick's year. 2023 got to be Cole's year. We got the album we wanted out of Kendrick. Now we going to get the album. Because Cole ran 2021. So every other year, what's up? We want the fall off. We're ready for it. But however, we're, we might not get the fall off this year. You want to know why? Because... Dreamville, as a staff record label and as a motherfucking crew, not only dropped the Creed 3 soundtrack, but are dropping Revenge of the Dreamers 4, set to come out later this year. So I assume that Cole's main focus right now is Revenge of the Dreamers 4 and not the fallout. So I completely understand. Now, number one, my most anticipated album, to come out in 2023 is Stove God Cooks. Now, if you're unfamiliar with who Stove God Cooks is, now he's a mystery man. I get that. But he's a Griselda artist, a Griselda affiliate artist. He is from Syracuse, New York. He is most known for being featured on West Side Guns albums, prominently featured. And he's also been featured alongside Two Chains, Benny the Butcher, and Conway the Machine. So I have been waiting on Stove God Cooks ever since I heard him throughout Hitler Wears Hermes side A. I was like, who's this Stove Guy Cooks guy? He's all over this album. They should have just put out an album of his. I mean, Matt Kami came out on Griselda before this guy. I love Matt Kami, but he's not better than Stove Guy. I don't think there's many current rappers in the game, to be honest with you. You know, outside of those that we know, the, the Kendricks, the Coles, and the Wale's and shit, and the Big Sean's, right? And the Freddie Gibbs and stuff. Stove Guy's a top 10 guy. If we're going based off talent, content, you know, just pure talent, Stove God is in that tin somewhere. If Stove God dropped the album today, it'll be a classic. 
on my mama and them. Like, I'm tired of listening to Reasonable Drought. The Stove God Cooks, the only project that Stove God Cooks has is Reasonable Drought that's entirely produced by Rotten Marciano, which is a very great album. Definitely a cla a underground classic. Stove God Cooks is your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. He just is. The man just got bars, charisma, delivery, lyricism. And he could get on any beat and just kill it. I'm I'm willing to buy this album for any price. I'm willing to put my money on the table. I'm willing to spend my last dollar just to get a Stove God Cooks album. I'll be fucking poor, but I got that motherfucking Stove God. That's how much I anticipate this album. I'll be homeless. But I got that new stove guy. Thank you for checking out my content. Thank you for fucking with me. Back to back pause. This is King Known Uncensored. My 10 most anticipated artists to drop in 2023. And I'm gone.